Having a streamlined procurement process and a clear procurement strategy is essential to ensure your organization is able to meet its business goals, ranging from profitability to sustainability and more. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement or how to buy consulting services. You'll get tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and managing the consulting. Tips and tricks from the pros. Let's do this. This is Smart Consulting Sourcing. And now your host, Ellen Lafitte. Hello and welcome back to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement. I am Hélène and today we will be talking about the consulting industry in emerging markets. However, before that, let me give a recap of last week's episode. Global sourcing is a procurement approach aimed at utilizing global efficiencies in the delivery of products and services. It's a centralized procurement method used by multinational corporations to achieve economies of scale through corporate-wide uniformity and benchmarking. Global sourcing, in a nutshell, is a sourcing strategy that coordinates the world's most cost-effective production and operation inputs. What about consulting? The industry has been changing over the last 20 years. Consulting firms have been trying to embrace more diversity and help their employees find a better work-life balance. And in the pandemics that kept all of us working from home for several months has precipitated the move. It is now possible to work mostly remotely. Virtual workplaces can help teams from all over the world come together and collaborate. Travel is then limited to the strict necessary. In the digital world, indeed, global sourcing can be sustainable. However, this week, I want to discuss about the consulting industry in emerging markets. Management consulting is an intriguing industry. While most of the clients are already or are becoming part of global corporations, the consulting sector remains scattered. As a global directory of consulting firms, Conavigo.com shows, about two-thirds of companies have less than 10 employees. Even though it is not unusual for those firms to send consultants overseas, it becomes challenging to establish their global presence. Historically, consulting firms that grew internationally followed their clients as they were expanding abroad. At the end of the 90s, several companies like McKinsey opened dedicated departments helping companies to grow east or to offshore activities. Today, the same companies are helping eastern companies to grow west or to embrace Western management practices. When you think about direct procurement, would you source from your local neighborhood or take advantage of the global market? Would you always use the same providers? You would probably inject some competition to ensure you get the best supply. Actually, you can play the same game with consulting. And your supply options are almost unlimited once you know the market well enough. To better grasp the complexity of the consulting market, you just have to look at the size of the consulting providers. In general, large consulting firms offer a broad range of services, while small boutiques are most specialized. A vast majority of consulting suppliers are tiny boutiques with less than 10 employees. That's 87% of all consulting firms in the United States. However, the remaining 13% of consulting firms with over 10 employees capture more than 90% of the total revenue in the industry. So emerging markets and developing economies are growing at 2.5 times faster rate than advanced economies, USA, Euro area, and Japan. In 1995, the E7, China, India, Indonesia, Brazil, Russia, Mexico, and Turkey was half the size of the J7. 
US, UK, France, Germany, Japan, Canada, and Italy at GDP level. By 2040, it could be double. Today, the two groups are around the same size. Yet consulting in E7 is growing fast, but nowhere near the extent of it has achieved in the G7 countries. The consulting market, after years of diversification and segmentation, is now rather fragmented. Each region develops at its own pace based on the maturity of both customers and suppliers of consulting services. But what are the differences between the European and the US consulting markets? There are many similarities between those two markets. Both North America and Europe are now mature markets where the use of consulting services is no longer a novelty. They focus on digitization, innovation, marketing and sales, technology, and operational improvement. However, they have their unique differences. The primary difference is about the size. Management consulting originated in North America, not Europe. So it comes at no surprise that North America is the world's largest market for consulting services and represents 40% of global sales. The United States has by far the most significant number of practitioners and consulting firms. It also generates more revenues than all European nations altogether. North America has been the first region to embrace the added value provided by consulting. Given the strength of its economy, it is no surprise to find North America as the largest market. According to most market research firms, the market is estimated at around $100 billion with a compound growth rate around 4%, slightly higher than GDP. Europe is, on the other hand, a diverse market with on one side mature markets in Western Europe with moderate growth, and on the other side, Eastern Europe with less developed countries experiencing rapid expansion on a much smaller scale. Several major consulting firms are headquartered in Europe. EY and LEK in the UK, Roland Bergen in Germany, KPNG and Bering Point in the Netherlands. Europe is the second largest economy in the world. Europe currently fires on two engines, with the UK, Germany, France and Italy. The western part of Europe comprises four of the top 10 economies in the world. Growth is somewhat stable, slightly below 2%, despite the Brexit dip for the UK and the rest of the continent. Meanwhile, Eastern Europe, starting from a lower base with Poland, Bulgaria, and Slovakia in particular, is growing at a higher rate, close to 4%. What about the emerging markets? Asia, the Middle East, and Africa are all developing at a much quicker pace than mature regions. Asia-Pacific is the fastest-growing market with lots of promising prospects for Western consulting firms in Japan and Oceania, and several fast-growing emerging markets. Despite the slowdown in China, Asia will continue to drive global growth stabilized around 6%. The region shows significant differences across countries. India is spearheading the region north at 7%, while Japan close to 1% and Southeast Asia accelerating thanks to robust local demand. With the severe challenges that have affected all nations and enterprises, LATAM is still in a rehabilitation mode. And Brazil is without a doubt the most important market with over seven different service providers. 14 countries are now members of the Oceania Economic Region. However, Australia and New Zealand account for 97% of the associated GDP. The region is growing approximately 3% on average, one of the fastest growth rates among the mature economies. Economy growth is also underpinned by population growth above average and significant government investments. Key economy sectors include mining, financial services, and agriculture. The aging population will cause an increase in healthcare and social services sector. Manufacturing is facing serious headwinds, as with many other developed and high-wage economies. 
Most of the major consulting firms have expanded their roots in developing countries, establishing generalist offices. On the other hand, local firms continue to make up a significant portion of the providers. According to Conavigo.com, 71% of providers are only based in one region. With the industry segmentation and typification, there is an infinity, there is an infinite variety among consulting. You have now a strong understanding of the regional dynamics in each geographical area presently. North America and Europe's more mature consulting markets are concentrating on digitization, innovation, marketing and sales technology, and operational improvements today. Emerging markets and the rest of the globe provide exciting potential with a higher space of development than than developed markets. But each nation and area has unique problems. It remains to be seen what the future holds for both consultants and clients. And that marks the end of the podcast, folks. Next week, I want to talk about social responsibility and consulting sourcing. So stay tuned. Till then, stay safe and happy sourcing. If you have other questions about the consulting industry and emerging markets, remember you can contact me directly on LinkedIn or by email because I'm always game for a chat. Bye and see you next week. Au revoir. You've been listening to Smart Consulting Sourcing, the only podcast about consulting procurement and how to buy consulting services. Pro tips on how to use consulting, buy consulting, and manage it. We hope you enjoyed the show, and we hope you've gotten some useful and practical information. We'll be back soon, but in the meantime, hit the website at consultingquest.com. Check out the blog at consulting.wiki and find the ebook Smart Consulting Sourcing, a step-by-step guide to getting the best ROI from your consulting. Available on Amazon and other online sellers. Find us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and YouTube. For questions and comments, send an email to ellen.lafitte at consultingquest.com. See you next time.